we have hope in the Star Wars gaming universe, and it comes in a Lego box. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Uplink. Yesterday we got news on Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Finally, I have been waiting so long for this game, and I mean everyone's been waiting so long for this game. We're finally seeing something from it after so little talk about it for so long. So what are the details? Well, the game is on a new release path, so it's going to be released in spring 2022 on stream a couple weeks ago. I called this, uh, someone asked me what, or when I would expect it, and I was like, honestly, I would hope for it to be in 2020, but my expectation is going to be uh, spring 2022, and here we are. Spring 2022 is when we're going to be getting the game, and I'm really looking forward to it. It looks fantastic. It's huge. Oh my goodness. There's a few new things that they're adding to the game as well. I mean, we have that kind of Lego Star Wars vibe that we've been having for quite some time. It's taking a lot of the cues from, I'd say, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens and kind of taking it to the next step and bringing it forward and kind of getting rid of the stuff that... Uh, didn't really land very well, and then just really perfecting the stuff that did work very well. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about kind of the broader world of Star Wars and 2022 with Star Wars games and how it's going to be looking pretty good, and then going in some details about the little things that we saw in this game. And starting off, I want to highlight probably my biggest uh, excitement thing that they showed and I didn't really expect them to it's the galaxy map so the game is set up in worlds and they have kind of the the rim kind of galaxy organization that they have here uh, I've, I've looked it up on, on Wikipedia and it, it's separated into the uh, astrography of it is deep core, core worlds, colonies, inner rim, expansion region, mid rim, outer rim territories, unknown regions, and wild space. So it's kind of it's kind of replicating the broader Star Wars universe. It's a lot smaller, obviously, because they're limited on how much they can fit into it. But it is kind of replicating that, and it's the circular aspect of of the map there. And these are the planets that they actually showed. There are some question mark planets too. So it looks like maybe you'll start off on in the first of the, the saga and then work your way throughout that, unlocking planets as you go through it. But uh, starting with a John Kloss, Kantanika, Yavin 4, Kashyyyk, Kajimi, Basana, Geonosis, Kamino, Tatooine, Dakar, Naboo, Utapau, Crate, Bespin, Hoth, Endor, Keef Bear, Octu, as well as Dagobah. Right off the bat, and it, it has uh, one, two, three, four, five planets in question marks and a couple other slots that may be filled in at a later point. But, oh my goodness, it's huge. Like, I did not expect it to, I, I mean, I was hoping it was going to be big, but I didn't expect it to be this big. And hopefully one of those, I'm pretty sure we've got confirmation of this. But uh, I think Coruscant's going to be one of the mystery planets as well. Uh, because we have seen Coruscant in previous trailers. So I'm hoping that maybe that didn't get caught. Because uh, that's that's probably my biggest highlight. If if no other game's going to give us Coruscant, at least the Lego game's going to give us Coruscant. And I think one of the coolest things to me 
is how huge this game is. I really appreciate the scale of it. We've been wanting a game like this for so long, and apparently all it took was to like for Lego to say, hey, we're going to do the biggest Star Wars game ever, and it's going to be a Lego game. <laughs> like I did not, If you would have told me a couple years ago, that the biggest the biggest open world game that we're going to be getting um while EA still has the license even though it's not EA is the Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga because each of these planets is going to have an open world aspect to it you're going to have different levels all throughout that area uh but they did have a free roam section uh that they showed off in this trailer like on Tatooine that you could go around uh beating stuff up collecting all the studs and then you also have those vignettes and the storylines that you can you can see and go through an interesting thing just for me uh, I don't I don't know if anyone else will, will find this interesting but the I th- it looks to be a partnership with Xbox because the the controller layout that they have in terms of the buttons on here are Xbox forward so maybe Xbox will get something exclusive or they're just using it as a promotion for the console itself uh, but it's just something that I wanted to note because uh, it could be it could be interesting if they do have any exclusive stuff. I wouldn't expect it, but again, who knows? Overall, though, it's really awesome to see finally some details on this game coming out. And it kind of explains why they needed the extra time. Because of the scale of the game, I would imagine they have a lot of things to make sure that it's all cleaned up. And make sure that there aren't any bugs and make it as polished as possible. And we've heard a lot of rumblings too from the the team over at Traveler's Tales that they were hit really hard by COVID in terms of the work from home and how a lot of the culture of the studio was integral to the creation of the game and moving from work from home was definitely a, a shift. So there's that part of things as well as trying to figure out the the whole work from home aspect of things the broad scale of the game as well and they were getting closer to more of the bug fixing phase before they had to go to work from home and get that all worked out so there, there's been a lot of things also warner brothers was looking to sell their game division for a little while and they may still do that so they've, they've had a little bit of a rough time recently but it's good to see that they're finally moving forward with the game and that we're getting more details and they they haven't really set a a clear date in spring 2022 but uh, at least we have a time frame again which is good because we didn't even have that for quite some time but it was it's now getting on the the it was originally going to come out October of 2020 so by the time this game comes out it's going to be uh, (laughs) it's going to be a year and a half later than they originally planned to release this game. I've seen quite a few people online kind of get their sales deflated a little bit. Uh but like I'm 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 fine if they delay it. I'm glad that it's going to be coming out. It's kind of frustrating that it's coming out in 2022, but considering that everyone was hoping for like a December release date, it's not much longer. I mean at the most it probably be what March March or April, possibly, if if they're going for that spring release date. So like three to four months later than what we were wanting it to be, which is fine. Hopefully that gives them enough time to uh, 
just keep the game super polished, make sure that everything's running smoothly, so when the game does come out, it's not a big mess, and it's not getting into that, like, cyberpunk situation where, because, like, this game, with how big it is as we've seen it so far, it could definitely be one of those cyberpunk situations where they, they bit off more than they could chew, and the game ends up kind of just running poorly hopefully not hopefully this extra time with it they've been able to kind of optimize it for as many of the consoles as possible and uh we we see a good look at the next gen type of uh, of playstyle with this game in terms of which consoles is going to be released on it's going to be we released on switch PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, as well as PC. So it's actually coming out on a lot of different consoles. And with the scale of the game, I'm really, I'm, I'm surprised, but very happily surprised that it's going to be on Switch as well, because that's going to be a great Switch experience. Uh, I just hope it runs well in the open world aspects of it. But like, they haven't had any problems with it, and I don't think they've been like really adjusting the the engine that they've been using so it should be fine hopefully it'll be fine because that'd be fun to play on the go for sure so if you've not seen the trailer let's give a little bit of a rundown of what's in it and break it down just a little bit scene by scene i know you guys can't see it but definitely stick with me here uh let's kind of just i'll audibly explain it to you kind of what we see and my thoughts on it as well right off the bat they kick it off strong because of (laughs) we see the phantom menace kickoff where we see padme going up against darth maul here and oh my gosh it looks so freaking good we get a little bit of gameplay as well and the combat has gotten so much better it seems like all of the gameplay that we've seen in this trailer looks really really good we see um a it's i'm i've I've used this word so much recently but it just looks solid and tight it looks really close and and uh really smooth but also that like really crisp gameplay aspect of things which i'm really glad for we also see uh we see qui-gon's sad death saying promise me you'll you'll train the boy and uh, we also see a fight against Obi-Wan and Count Dooku. And again, like the the varying levels, we have the UI turned off. So I'm very interested to see what the UI ends up looking like uh, in the broader span of things. But the the gameplay itself looks really good. It looks really crisp. The, the visuals are incredible. It looks almost like an episode of like the visual fidelity of the new series of clone wars or the bad batch honestly um it's it's got that level of polish that we expect to see from travelers tales lego games now we have like the scratches on the arms the the logos on the 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 arms as well and just like the the little like creases on the bodies from the mold pressing like it just looks super crisp and clean and we also see obi-wan and anakin skywalker fighting it out we see Luke Skywalker asking how his father died and then jumping into an X-Wing on Hoth. Then we see Dagobah. Dagobah looks so freaking good. We see Luke Skywalker carrying Yoda on his back and a, a series of gameplay that just looks looks so good. It looks looks really crisp again. 
Then we see uh, the Empire Strikes Back, Luke fighting Darth Vader on Bespin. And again, I'm just so amazed at how crisp and how large and to scale these locations are. It looks so freaking good. Then we go to the uh, the sequel trilogy. We see Finn on the... I can't remember what they're called in The Rise of Skywalker. But the gigantic Death Star technology-wielding Star Destroyers fighting against some um, Sith Troopers. And then we see Luke Skywalker on crate about to fight against Kylo Ren. The, the, again, the visual fidelity. Go check out this trailer it's going to get you so hyped. Uh, you can check out on our YouTube channel, Star Wars Uplink, the, uh, the, my reaction, mine and Dinko's reaction to this trailer. I got goosebumps. I, I, like, I, was, I was super emotional, almost cried. Like It was so well done, the trailer, and I think it just did a fantastic job. We do have the voiceovers in this one, which... Um, you know, they're fine. I'm glad that they kind of re-recorded them because it's always frustrating to me, like I, I get taken out of the experience if they use the the movie dialogue, and I didn't always used to be like this, but recently I've been like, ah, movie dialogue, come on, it's very limiting, uh, and it's it just takes me out of it because you can tell it's from the movie. Uh, but they have confirmed a while ago. Hopefully, it's still a thing that you'll be able to play this game in a grunts only mode, kind of a la the original Lego game. So instead of actually vocalizing, they'll mime and then they'll go. Hmm, <laughs> Um, I mean, the visual, the visual gags are so so good with that. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to play it in that mode right off the bat, just because like, that's, that's, that's my jam, man. We also see Ray in, uh, Snoke's uh, throne room fighting against the, uh, the guards. And we see some Ewoks fighting against some stormtroopers. Again, the, the gameplay looks so good. We also see we see some space gameplay, which w- looks really solid. Hopefully, they're taking a lot of inspiration from stuff like uh, Battlefront and uh, Squadrons. It looks a little bit more like uh, Squadrons, so but third person, so it's looking pretty good. We also see the the Jedi battle on Geonosis uh, against Boba Fett or Jango Fett, and like oh my gosh, the scale Yavin Four. Just showing kind of like the ideas about the, the the different worlds that you'll be able to play on. We see Tatooine, Dagobah, the map again looks incredible. We also have some different features. So it's the, the UI for this is definitely going to be heavily focused on this map mechanic, which is going to be good because you can you can choose the galaxy map. You can go travel to those. You can view the map and the different locations on those worlds. You'll also be able to change your minifig from this UI uh UI setup system, whatever you want to call it, as well as vehicles, it looks like. It uh, looks like you can also select force abilities and uh, objectives. You can mark other other stuff as well and finding question marks, it looks like, as well as like an X, Y, and Z axis for the maps as well. Uh, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. And you can count uh, the holocrons that you get as well as the studs in all of this map system. It also lets you know uh, of the area because it, it does separate out it into those little regions. Uh, so like Dagobah is in the western reaches and it tells you the percentage that you have explored that. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what this 
ends up looking like the transitions look incredible the open world we see lando on kashik we see ray on jakku with a jetpack and then jetpacking we see, we see c3po in a clone walker and we see the uh the planet that the death star ends up crashing on yoda fighting against emperor palpatine like it has everything that you want a lego game to have that is going to be focusing on the wider world of star wars like i I said it earlier uh it's crazy to think that this 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 game is for sure going to be the biggest star wars game we've gotten so far and that's saying something i mean not counting like swotor because swotor has a gigantic map but in terms of like a a just triple a game that's not an mmo it is definitely one of if if not the biggest star wars game we've had it's definitely the biggest star wars game we've had in terms of reach and coverage and content included it's like it's it's gonna surpass something of like battlefront 2 honestly and it's gonna be crazy to see all of this content and i I really wonder how long it's going to take to 100 percent this I, I could imagine it's going to take some time to get all of the characters, all of the the minifigs, all, uh, I already said minifigs, but all of the holocrons, all of the studs, get everything 100%. It's probably going to probably gonna take quite a bit of time. And then to, to finish off this episode, I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the state of 2022 in Star Wars. Now, 2022 is looking to be pretty solid in terms of the Star Wars content coming in. I know we've got quite a few shows that are going to be lined up for 2022. We've also got uh, some announcements for new Star Wars games for sure. Hopefully announcement for Jedi Fallen Order 2. Maybe we'll see an update on what's going on on the Ubisoft Star Wars game. And then now we also have to kick off the year pretty much. The first, I'd say maybe a quarter or half of the year. We're going to get... Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. So 2022, I, it's so weird that like 2021 was such a, like a, a really crazy wild year after 2020. And everyone kind of like, everyone held off on a lot of things during 2021 in terms of the video game front. And now 2022 is looking to be pretty, pretty solid. Uh, I think the Lego Scar... I think Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga will definitely push us through a lot of it, and then we're going to get the hype that's going to be around EA Play next year. Uh, I think 2022 is going to be the start of the a new golden era of Star Wars video games. I hope so, at least. It's shaping up to be, unless we have a whole... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we saw how quickly things can change, but hopefully everything stays uh, pretty pretty sane, and we get a lot more of the Star Wars video game front as we continue getting closer to 2022. And uh, we, don't, we don't have too much longer. But uh, because time, time is going by so quickly. And before you know it, we'll be playing Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga and be like, oh no, where's the next Star Wars game? I, I have heard rumors too that we may be getting another Star Wars game released in 2022. Um, I haven't seen anything concrete, but there is a rumor going around that there's going to be another Star Wars game in 2022 that's going to be released in the later half of the year. Um, hope Maybe it's that small scale shooter we heard a lot about during 2020, um, but maybe not because... Uh, 
as we've seen, if it's coming from an EA, maybe they just canned it. Like, honestly, I haven't heard anything from that. And I heard some from some pretty good sources of mine that it was going to be coming, or at least they're working on it. So maybe maybe we'll see something, maybe we won't. Uh, but 2022 is definitely going to be an interesting year for Star Wars. I'm really looking forward to it, so definitely stay tuned to Uplink as we continue getting closer to that 2022 release date of LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. We'll definitely be doing breakdowns, character guides, all the things on Star Wars Uplink, our thoughts, and uh, oh man, it's going to be fun. Probably going to be streaming the game as well on the Star Wars Uplink YouTube channel. Should be good. And I think with that, we'll call it an episode. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show through this time. If you would like to support the show monetarily, you can get a bonus feature, which is our Uplink Plus podcast, specifically exclusive to Uplink Podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash Uplink Podcast. Definitely go check it out. We'd like to thank Daniel and Sydney for supporting us on there and, uh, helping us out on the show, helping us to expand further, launch stuff like the Battlefield show, and uh, continue doing stuff on the YouTube front. So we, we thank you all so much for that support. And uh, yeah, we, we'd love it if you support us there. If you don't have the money, uh, it's completely understandable, but a great free way to support the show is sharing it with your friends, as well as leaving us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Helps us out a ton, even if you just download the app on your Windows laptop or desktop. It helps us out a ton and uh, helps us get new listeners, helps us to get your feedback, and it's it's really good. I think we have uh, close to 150 reviews on there, and we have an average of five stars, so we would love to thank you so much for that. And uh, we, we thank you all for sticking with us through these, through these dark times of Star Wars video games. Uh, but as always, thank you so much for listening. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Wherever you find podcasts, you can find this show. As always, may the Force be with you.